Yokas. Welcome to the Talkman Radio Show Live. It is Friday night. It is 6 o'clock on the East Coast. Uh, quick show announcement. Actually, I got a couple announcements. Let's get it out of the way as quick as possible. Uh, the show tonight will be abbreviated. You get a half hour Talkman tonight uh, because we are being. Uh, uh, <laughs> they're putting on the, 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 the remake of Heidi at 6 30, starring uh, the guy who played Data. Uh, on Star Trek and uh, that chick from Wings. It's uh, updated. They're in an old folks home now and some guy comes by with Viagra and some old gray bush humping ensues. That's the story. No, I'm just messing around. <laughs> uh, tonight, live at 6.30, uh, live across uh, the North Playoffs on 12 Out Sports right here. Sherwood Park Outlaws and Saskatchewan SWAT. At 6.30 tonight, so we're going to bow out, let the actual athletes uh, play for you here on 12 Out Sports. I'm just yapping. So uh, anyway, uh, we're not going to do, we'll give you a quick piss break, um, probably about halfway through, but we're only going for a half hour tonight, so uh, just letting you know. But doesn't mean we don't have plenty, plenty to cover. We got plenty. All right, shit's. Shit's breaking down already. But uh, let's do our thing real quick. 12 Out Sports and 12OutSportsRadio.com. Always love. You gotta love the 12 Out Sports team. Everybody here, all the content creators. Uh, 12 Out Sports, social media, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. And as always, that's why you're watching Talkman Radio Show Live every Friday at 6, 6 p.m. on the East Coast. We're talking fantasy football here. So, uh, I had a longer show planned, but not tonight. I got a half of the show planned, so I want to hit the main points. Um, point number one. Let's talk about play- specific players. Uh, first player up. First player up is Cam Akers. Out. Out for the year. Got to mark him off. Look, there he is. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, nope. First one gone. First one gone. So now what? Now what do we do? Um. Well, you're not gonna draft him. Obviously, he's not coming back. It's, he's not coming back. He um, whatever was that, Achilles or whatever. Uh, so he's out for the year. Now, uh, no Malcolm Brown. He went to Miami. Uh, so you still so uh, let's look at the depth chart here. Uh, no, Daryl Henderson Jr. Now Daryl Henderson Jr. He, last year was kind of like a mix. They were waiting for Cam Akers to come around. He came around towards the end of the year, but during the beginning of the year, it was kind of a mix between Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown. Sometimes Malcolm Brown got the ball. Sometimes Daryl Henderson got the ball. And then Malcolm Brown kind of pushed forward. And then Daryl Henderson came in. And then they, they they realized, okay, Cam Akers get in there. And then he took over the job. Uh, now that Malcolm Brown's gone, it's all Daryl Henderson now. Now, Daryl Henderson averaged about 4.5 yards of carry last year. Let me pull it up real quick for you. Four point, yeah, 4.5. 138 for... 624. 138 carries, 624 yards. Uh, five touchdowns, 16 pass, uh, passes caught. 
not bad for, for half a year getting, you know, getting in and out, you know, not being able to get a rhythm during the games. So now it's all him. Um, the mock drafts I've done, I've seen Cam Akers go somewhere late first. Um, mostly, I saw him go late first like a couple of times, like 10. I only do 10, um, 10 player leagues. So I think I saw him go 10th once. And most of the time, it was somewhere in the middle of the second round. So you're either getting your number two running back or your number one running back out of him, uh, and you're getting him in the second round. So that's pretty high. You're going, you know, you're looking at the top fifteen guys, and like I always say, running backs, running backs, running backs. How to get running backs? Where does Daryl Henderson fit in your plans now? He's got to fit somewhere. Um, he's obviously going up the charts. He's not going to fifteen. So where are you bringing him? Uh, like I said, he's been there um, for a few years now. He averaged 4.5 carries. Uh, they obviously wanted to go with a younger guy. That's why they drafted him. So Daryl Henderson presents you know, a, a, an interesting challenge as to where... I don't know if the ADP has been, has been updated yet. I don't know where... And, and if it has been updated... It hasn't been updated to the point where, okay, this is where he's really going. They probably just threw him up there, and now people are going to start taking him. But like I've said before, the ADP on these mock drafts pushes where these guys get drafted. So wherever they push him on the ADP in in the mock draft is where around where he's going to go. It doesn't matter, you know, what people think. So this is actually... Something that, if you get it right, is going to be a, you know, a big plus for you. You get it wrong. Like I said, he's not going 15. Uh, probably maybe third, fourth round now since he's number one running back. But it's not all we got. That's not all we got. You think that's all we got is Daryl Henderson? No. We got Xavier Jones backing him up. Oh, yeah. X. You got the X. <laughs> Xavier Jones. Let me go into a little bit about Xavier Jones. Tell you a little bit about him. Uh, second season at SMU. Um, let's see his stats. Did he play last year? He doesn't say, but let's see his stats. See how big he is. Oh, there he is. 5'11", 208. I like those metrics. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan of the super huge guys, except for Derrick Henry. But there seems to be a correlation between super huge guys and not catching the ball. So I like guys around this height, this weight, 5'11", 208. Um, it seems like they can get in and out of breaks quicker and you know catch those dump-offs or go out for small patterns, which I'm a big fan of because everything's PPR now, not too much standard left. So Xavier Jones, he's obviously going to be in there. Is he a handcuff? Maybe. See, this is the kind of thing. Now you have to start paying attention to what happens in the preseason. Uh, when the preseason gets started. I'm, I, I, don't even, I haven't even looked up when the preseason gets started. I'm sure it's soon. It's got to be soon. In the next couple of weeks. So uh, Xavier Jones is the backup. A second-year player out of SMU. Like the size. Um, see if there's any news on him. 
And it's called unproven option. <laughs> he's one of the unproven options. Yeah, yeah, he sure is. So Xavier Jones, but no, that's not it. We got to coordinate. Coordinate. We don't stop there. We don't stop there. <laughs> Hold on. Yo, if Xavier Jones doesn't doesn't get you rock hard, just hold on a second. We got a seventh round pick for you. Jake Funk. Yo, 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 Funky. I get the lost Funk brother right here. Jake Funk, number 34, took Malcolm Brown's number. 5'10", 205, out of Maryland. Seventh round pick. Uh, lucky they picked him. <laughs> lucky they picked a the running back. Um... Stats out of uh, Maryland, no, inform just no information. Again, unproven doubt is, uh, is putting it nicely. Uh, so, I don't see this as... I mean, you could get lucky. Uh, I don't see... I don't see why not. But the Jake Foot, you're looking at... Backups to Daryl Henderson is probably going to go in the third, fourth, fifth round. Uh, I mean, 4.5 yards carry isn't terrible. And he caught 16 passes. But he just doesn't get you revved up. I get it. Not like Cam Akers did. Uh, so you got Xavier Jones behind him. And Jake Funky Funk. Jake the Funk. <laughs> um, third, in third place. Behind him. You want to go, gotta go deep. You don't stop there. You don't stop there. Raymond Collette. Raymond Collette's behind him. I ain't even looking this guy up. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, he's going to be... He's probably going to be going on the practice squad. Let's look him up anyway. Raymond Collette. Okay. 2027th round pick. Well, they got a 7th round picks on this team. Out of Louisiana. 5'8", 188. A little small. A little small. Uh, so there is your backups to your starter, Daryl Henderson, now. Um, yeah, that's not great, but you never know. You see, the, the thing about this offense is it creates a lot of opportunities for players who we don't know what they're going to do. Now, we knew Todd Gurley coming out of college uh, was going to be a good player. His lifespan wasn't that long due to injuries. We understand that now. But when he played at his prime, in his prime, yo, that dude was rocking it. Um, not to say that these guys are Todd Gurley. What I'm saying is is uh, being optimistic about the offense itself. You got a new quarterback in there. Uh, he's been around long enough. He's probably going to pick this system up uh, you know, fairly quickly, get the reps in, and be able to move – uh, the offense forward as the season goes, probably within week, by week four, it should be hitting on all, all cylinders, if not sooner, uh, just due to his experience. But uh, you've got basically an open competition here with Daryl Henderson being in. And by the way, he's got a Q next to his name. <laughs> Guy's hurt. Uh, you got the X-Man. You got the Funk Brother. And then you got the other guy, <laughs> Raymond Calais. Um, so they have been taught. I have uh, heard Todd Gurley's name brought up. Uh, if, if you need a body back there, why not? It's the same offense. Uh, you're just going back. He's just, you know, 
He he is one thing about Todd Gurley can't get in the end zone. He can get in the end zone, uh, even with those crappy teams. He got I think he got double digit touchdowns. I'm not gonna look it up. We don't have time to look it up. We're 12 minutes in. So um, where is uh, where are you drafting Daryl Henderson? Are you drafting Daryl Henderson? Do you even care? Would you rather go with one of the backups and get him in round? Take Jake Funk in round 13. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're maybe you're looking at something. Maybe you got you you got the good eye, keeping a good eye on that. Or is Todd Gurley gonna go? Uh, is gonna get signed and then Jake Funk sits on the bench. Interesting. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But that, like I said last week during the show, you're gonna start seeing guys drop immediately. And there you go. First one off the board, Cam Akers. So. Interesting, interesting. Changes changes around a lot of uh, mock drafts, uh, especially running backs. Running backs. Need running backs. Um, next thing we're going to talk about is Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, not good news. Uh, Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas expected to miss the start of the 2020 season after undergoing ankle surgery. This is from Kevin, Kevin Patra. Don't patronize me. Um, NFL Network Insider Ian Rapport reported Friday that star uh, receiver Michael Thomas expected to miss the start of the season after un- undergoing surgery to repair the ligaments in his ankle in June. Uh, added that the roughly four-month recovery timetable could keep Thomas on the sideline weeks into the season. The Saints bye week comes in week six after games versus Green Bay, Carolina. Blah, blah, blah. After it comes in week six. So I guess okay. So let's just use week six. So the bye week comes in week six. Let's say he comes back week seven. Week seven is mid mid October, mid to late October, something like that. Um, we're in July. Um, when did he go? June, July, August, September. So that's four months from June is September. So October, you're looking to come in. Um, and they're talking about their bye week in, in, in week six. So if they're, if, let's say they say, Using you know they they're coming they're using they're they're bringing up week six let's use week six now so that's week seven he comes back that's half the season that's half the, even with the new season in case you didn't know by the way FYI fantasy football goes fourteen weeks now not thirteen because they've extended the uh, bye weeks to week fourteen so you can't go into playoffs for bye weeks ipso facto this fantasy football season is not fourteen weeks. Um, so now, if you, if you have a wide receiver come back week seven, that's half the season he's gone. Now, Michael Thomas' ADP, in what I've seen, uh, has him roughly somewhere in the 30s. Him, uh, I kept seeing him being drafted around the area Mike Evans got drafted. Now, Michael Thomas had a pretty crappy year last year uh, for Michael Thomas' standards. Had a pretty crappy year last year, and that was due to injuries. 
That was due to injuries. Um, and not only that, that was due to... A lot of it had to do, I think, uh, was that ankle injury he, he uh, sustained week one against uh, the Bucks. And I remember because I was watching. I was like, how come this guy has three catches playing the Bucks? Why, why, isn't, why does this guy have, you know, playing his regular game? Then at the end of the game, kind of rolled up a little bit. So that happened early. And then all of a sudden, he's out. And then he's hurt. And then it just turned into a whole shit show. And now they're looking to extend that shit show with the same injury uh, in the week seven next year. Where does that drop? Where do you pick him? Um, he's obviously not a number one. Is he a number two? He no. I, I don't think he's a number two because I because he's missing half the season. So he can be your number two for the second half of the season. You don't draft him at number two. Or I guess you could. You take a shot there though. You're taking a big shot there. Um, I guess this probably moves him back somewhere in the six, seven round range, maybe five if you really want to take him. But who who wants to, there's so much upheaval in this offense. How are you going to sit there and say, yeah, Michael Thomas, he'll be fine. That dude's, that, what, that dude's cool. <laughs> that dude's cool right there. Ah, that dude ain't cool. That dude's got a, that dude's got a messed up ankle. <laughs> and he's had a messed up ankle for over a year. Well, no. He's had a messed up ankle when the season starts. It'll be roughly a year. And who knows if that happened earlier and that just aggravated last year and, and just went downhill. Because you see, I mean, we've all seen that. Guys, ah, I got a little nick. Week two, it gets, you know, aggravated. And the guy's hobbling around for the rest of the season. Hey, what happened? He had, you know, every year puts up 1,500 yards. Now he put up fucking uh, 692. What happened? What happened? That happened. I got hurt. And then it's just like, eh, I can't do this. You, gotta, yeah, you better be ready to go when you're playing football. And I don't know if he's ready to go. Uh, I, I guess I would put him somewhere in the... Five, six, seven category. I don't see him going past seven. Uh, and this is just off the top of my head. This just happened tonight. So uh, I don't see him going past seven. Somebody will jump on him. And, uh, you know, they'll, 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 they'll wait it out. They'll wait it out. Uh, because, I mean, when he plays, he's good. Even with, um, uh, what's his face? Not James Winston, the other guy. Hill. Taysom Hill, yeah. Even with Hill, he had some games where he was, he, he did okay. <coughs> Despite Hill not being very, you know, he's not he's not Drew Brees. Uh, even old Drew Brees, you all know, he wasn't even old Drew Brees. He still played okay in a couple of games. So um, that's where I see Michael Thomas going. We'll see what happens. You got to keep an eye on this. If you know. If you're planning on drafting him, I don't know why he would be on anybody's target list. I guess if he drops to you, you take him. But I don't see Michael Thomas as uh, he, he ain't going fifth anymore. <laughs> not, not no more. So uh, that's the Michael Thomas uh, issue. And now, it you know, how does, how does Michael Thomas being out impact Alvin Kamara? Another guy that, Top five pick right there. Now, now what? You know, have everybody just keying in on on uh, Alvin Kamara. Does this change the quarterback uh, the quarterback uh, dilemma? 
Do you want Jameis Winston in there now with no one to throw to? Or a kind of a gadget guy in there who played last year, the majority of last year when, when, when Drew Brees was out, to be to add in um, kind of a, a gadget, a gadget quarterback. He can still throw the ball, but you're going to have to mock up the offense to be kind of moving guys around, um, giving guys reads that are going to go the other way, you know, fooling guys, things like that. Uh, and you can do that with a quarterback who's mobile, who can throw, who can catch, and do all that stuff, rather than a guy who, when he played, we have his stats, when he played for uh, Tampa Bay, threw a lot of picks. <laughs> so that wasn't a plus for him going into this. And now, you, well, we don't have no wide receivers now. We got, we got, we got Taquan, uh, Taquan Smith. That's your man. That's your number one now. What? Where's Mike Evans? Where's Mike Evans? So, does this impact that? We'll wait and see. I think it does. I think this kind of turns the screws on uh, Jameis Winston a little bit. I think they're going to go with uh, Taysom Hill now because you can't have you can't have a guy in there who throws that many picks with nobody to throw to. It's it's not going to. Yeah, nah, nah. That's the way I see it. So, um, go take a piss. We'll be right back. Welcome to my bookie. You're ready to create an account and start making money, and we're here to help. And remember, you can get a bonus of up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Now, you're ready to bet. Just go to mybookie.ag, visit the sports book, click on your bet, and input the amount you want to risk or win in the bet slip. Yes, it's that easy. Just remember, at mybookie, you play, you win, you get paid.
Cubs. Welcome back. So, last thing we're getting into, you got these new rules. Going to screw up a lot of fantasy football stuff. They want you to get, they want these players to get the jab. Got to get jab, 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 jab. Um, in case you, have, you didn't see, DeAndre Hopkins yesterday deleted a tweet. Deleted a tweet questioning his future in the NFL. DeAndre Hopkins is a late first-round pick in fantasy football. In a fantasy football, you know, I'm going to try and keep this fantasy football-wise. Um, this, these new rules put extra, they break it into a two-tier system. Now, now you have jabbed and unjabbed. And jab players, yeah, do whatever you want. Oh, you, you, got, you got caught with something? We'll, we'll, we'll work around it. Don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. Unjabbed, you die. We hope you die. <laughs> like, they're talking about not paying people. They're talking about the whole team takes a loss. I'm being glib in my... You know, uh, like, and me going over this, but go read it for yourself. It's on the NFL. Uh, you can find it anywhere. You can you can find it on NFL.com. You can find it on news channels. They put up um, what they're saying. Jalen Ramsey had something to say about it. Um, and they're 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 forcing these players to to, to go and get. Uh, medical procedures done that, you know, if you don't get it done, I mean, they, and we'll get into um, what happened in, uh, what's in uh, New England and now in, in Minnesota and in New England. I got a couple minutes left to go over this real quick. Um, yeah, I don't know how the hell they can do that and just fire you. Well, so now that the, the, the league's broken up into, into, into two groups, uh, jabbed and unjabbed. Now, when you're drafting guys, how do you know if they're jabbed or not? I don't. I haven't seen a list out yet of people who are, so you know who to draft and who not to draft. My guess is after the season starts or during the preseason, you got to keep an eye on the guys who have to wear the mask. That's my guess. The guys who don't have to wear the mask are the ones who took the jab. The guys who, who have to wear the mask are the ones who didn't. And I guess maybe, I don't even know. If anybody knows anything about this, please uh, let me know. Because this this is this is gonna impact how you draft. It has to. These guys, you know, th these guys are gonna be on two um, the same crap's gonna be in place uh, as it was last year. And guys have missed games, like they, they didn't change the games around last year. Remember that? Uh, uh, Pittsburgh had to change games. Tennessee had to change games. A bunch of teams had to change games. And I'll tell you this. If you think these guys who have said, listen, fuck off, we don't want to do this, they're not going to get fucked with. I don't talk about the players. I mean, you know, I, I, the, the players, you know, the locker room, I'm sure, has some kind of camaraderie. But people are going to get pissed at, you know, you know this guy. He doesn't want to do. You know, doesn't want to help the team. Uh, so you know, and, and you're 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 messing up the locker room. You're messing with the teams. You're messing with individual players. Just you know, just 
say, you know, get it or don't get it. But nah, these guys don't want to do that. That's because these guys are part of the whole system itself pushing this crap. But, you know, what are you going to do? You take your chance drafting these guys. But it, 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 the, the, the trying to figure out who took it and who didn't is going to be interesting. Also, we went over DeAndre Hopkins before I got a minute left. DeAndre Hopkins, top pick. Dalvin Cook, another top pick, just lost his offensive line and running game coach, who was the architect, good friends of Gary Kubiak, who also had a lot of good running backs in fantasy. He's gone. How does that impact Dalvin Cook? Does that, does that drop him down a little bit in your mind? Um, Patriots offensive line coach. Now, Damian Harris is going to get drafted. Does this impact him? Who knows? Uh, but this is this is going to impact fantasy football. You watch. It's going to impact regular football, too. Gamblers will make it out of it, though. The gamblers will be fine. You watch. You watch. Uh, that's it for the show. Uh, changes coming soon. You will see. I will not be here over the next two weeks. I have to go somewhere. But enjoy the North playoffs. Sherwood Park Outlaws, Saskatchewan SWAT. Urgh.